What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Progress Not Perfection. I got to change my tagline since it's not a daily health and fitness podcast anymore. I was doing that for a little while, and uh, people really, really enjoyed it. But with the summertime approaching, I started to realize that having a daily podcast was just not realistic. So this is your weekly podcast all about health and fitness for everyday folks with a little bit of life sprinkled in the mix because I think that's important. You know, fitness is not just life and life is not just fitness. You know, I think people start to get really, really wrapped up into their identity around weight loss, about around fitness. You know, oh, I'm a CrossFitter. Oh, I'm a power lifter. Oh, I'm a bodybuilder. Oh, I am a yoga, I'm a yoga person, I'm a hot yoga person, I'm a Pilates person, whatever, you know, whatever people enjoy, they start to get really dogmatic about it, and they start to make that a part of their identity, and people can do the same thing with their nutrition, right, it's like people say, oh, I'm paleo, oh, I'm vegan, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm keto, whatever, and I think that's kind of a beginner's mistake like a lot of people make that mistake in the very beginning and when you start to be a little less dogmatic and have a little bit more balance in your life things start to change right and you start to realize that none of that stuff is your identity your identity is just a person you're just who you are as a person right but in today's podcast I want to talk a little bit about how to manage your hunger because it's something that not a lot of people talk about but it's pretty simple right like I talked in the previous episode I think it was the last one about volume eating and making sure that you're eating more whole foods more low calorie nutrient dense foods things like fruits and vegetables it's seriously going to manage your cravings a lot and your hunger as well as including plenty of protein, right? Trying to hit that 0.8 grams per pound of body weight or one gram per, or two grams per kilogram of body weight is going to help you out a lot. When you are starting to think about hunger and you're starting to think about hunger cues, people don't really talk about this, but my first tip is to manage your sleep. Sleep is very, very correlated with your hunger and satiety hormones. The hunger hormone is called ghrelin. When ghrelin is high, that means you're going to be very, very hungry. And when you don't get good sleep, ghrelin is higher. So you're going to have less control over ghrelin. Ghrelin is going to be higher And leptin, which is the satiety or fullness hormone, is going to be lower. When you get better sleep, you have more control over these hormones, ghrelin and leptin. This is pretty much what dictates whether you're going to be miserable or not. Whether you're going to be hungry all the time or whether you're going to be like, meh, I'm not really that hungry. So make sure you're getting that seven to nine hours. And when I say seven to nine hours... I mean, 
not waking up like four or five times during the night. Four or five, four or five hours of sleep is just not going to cut it. You're going to be hungry all the time. Fat loss is going to be very, very hard. Your cravings are going to take over. And sleep is like the most important thing that nobody's talking about. Not only that, but sleep helps you recover from your workouts. It helps you with your mental health. You ever notice like after a night of drinking, you know, when I used to drink, I I remember like waking up the next day feeling like absolute crap. Number one, I was dehydrated, but number two, I usually got terrible sleep. Not to mention alcohol just completely ruins your quality of sleep, which is hence why you feel that hangover effect. So all of this combined makes it very, very challenging the next day. And this is why you'll be craving sugary, sweet foods the next day. Your hunger hormones are so out of whack after a late night of drinking. Sometimes it can feel like you're hungover even when you don't drink. Just because you got poor quality of sleep. You may have gone to bed around 10 p.m. and woke up around, you know, 7 or 8 in the morning and still feel tired. And this, this could just be because you, you got a poor quality of sleep. You may not even remember waking up several times in the middle of the night. But things like having your room too hot... You know, I know especially a lot of females like to sleep really, really warm. They like these big, heavy blankets. They like to sleep with the heater on. You know, they like to sleep warm. But sleeping cold, sleeping in a cold room has actually been shown to improve the quality of sleep. So if you can, try to sleep with a lighter blanket. Try to have fans blowing on you. Have the AC going. You know, try to sleep in a colder room. It may make it harder to get out of bed because you don't want to get out of a a warm, cozy bed in the morning and get out into a cold room, but it will improve the quality of your sleep. Another thing, too, is get off your screens. Get off of your screens an hour before bed. I am terrible at this, but it'll help a lot. You know, if you can't do that, at least install a blue light blocker on your computer or your phone or whatever device that you use before bedtime. That'll help a lot. There are more sleep tips I can get into, but I feel like those are the main ones. Just try and get good quality sleep because it's going to affect your ghrelin and leptin and affect your hunger hormones. (laughs) The second tip I have for you is to eat around the same times of the day every day. Have a set eating schedule. Figure out what times you're usually hungry. Like I know for me, around nine o'clock in the morning is when I get hungry. And then I get hungry again around noon. And then I get hungry again around three. And then I get hungry again around six or seven. Right, And then I get hungry again around like 8 or 9. So for me personally, I have around 4 or 5 meals a day. And it's usually always around the same times. The reason for that is 
your body gets used to the times that you eat. So if you set those times for yourself, it makes it a lot easier to, to, to stay full. It makes it a lot easier to manage your hunger. Set those times. Set an eating schedule. It really, really does make a difference. Because if you skip a meal, let's say, let's say you know at, at 12 o'clock you get hungry, hungry. Right? You, maybe you ate your first meal at 9. And then you skip your 12 o'clock meal. Because whatever, you had a work meeting or you took a phone call or something. You just didn't have time to eat your 12 o'clock meal. And then you didn't eat again till 3 or 4. Well, now you are twice as hungry. And that, that's the way hunger works. So now that ghrelin is punching you in the face. Whereas before it was kind of giving you a light tickle. Maybe a light flick to the face at 12 o'clock. Like, hey, you should probably eat something. By 3 or 4 o'clock, you're like, oh my god, I'm so hungry, I can't even think straight. So, now ghrelin's really punching you in the face. And you honestly probably don't even feel like cooking, that's how hungry you are. So now you're looking for snacks to hold you over before you even cook your meal. Okay? And I know you feel personally attacked right now because <laughs> this is so many people that I know. You're not the only one. So many people struggle with this. So don't skip meals. Don't let it get to the point where ghrelin is punch- punching you in the face. Just keep it at the point where ghrelin's like flicking you in the chin, you know. And you're just kind of letting that hunger happen naturally, Okay. So set those eating times for yourself. I'm not saying you have to eat four or five meals a day like I do. Some people do better with, you know, two or three bigger meals. And then maybe a couple snacks. Some people do better with no snacks and larger meals. I know when my calories get lower and lower, I tend to snack less and less. Just because I know that those snacks aren't really doing much. And if I just have larger meals I will probably be more satiated more full (laughs) so that's a big big tip is eat around the same times every single day set an eating schedule for yourself it's gonna help out a lot I promise the next tip I have for you is to have a cutoff time so let's say you you're a nighttime snacker right Set that hard rule for yourself that you're not going to eat past 8 p.m. Okay, what this does is it basically tells your body to shut off those hunger hormones. It's going to be hard at first because you're going to be like, oh, I really want a snack right now, right? But if you have your last meal around 8 p.m. and maybe you have like a little dessert around 8 p.m. as well, And then you tell yourself, hey, I'm not going to eat past my 8 p.m. Now your body will start to get used to that. And it'll make fat loss a lot easier having that cutoff time. The next tip I have for you is just to drink more water. Drink more water. A lot of times when we think we're hungry, we're actually just dehydrated. We're actually just thirsty. 
having low calorie beverages around the house like diet soda, sparkling seltzers, LaCroix, my favorite is Spindrift. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I love Spindrift. Having these on hand is a game changer. Something about the carbonation, it really does fill up your stomach. So if you get hungry in between those scheduled meal times, sometimes it can be helpful to have one of those seltzer beverages, carbonated beverages. It'll hold you over, you know. Like I said, I eat every two or three hours. So for me, I know that I can push through a couple hours until my next meal. Having those eating schedules really does help a lot. And especially if you're somebody who does well with routine, like myself, when you don't have a routine around your eating, you kind of make up the rules as you go. And it makes things challenging. Which brings me to my next tip. Taking out the decision fatigue is so important. So the next one is meal prepping. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, meal prepping. I don't like eating the same things every day. I get it. Especially if you have a family, if you have kids, eating the same thing every day may not even be an option. And I'm somebody who, I don't like eating the same thing every day, but I eat similar things every day. So by this, I mean, I usually have some sort of scramble for breakfast. I have some sort of salad for lunch. And I have some sort of stir fry or stew for dinner. I don't really eat stews, but those are good options. And then I usually have a shake somewhere in there as well. So pretty much these meals that start with S's are going to be super beneficial on your journey because you're able to cram in a lot of different vegetables and stuff like that to make the meals more voluminous. And this helps you on your fat loss journey. This is gonna help you a lot. So just realize that having similar meals every day is gonna help you out a lot. So I know for me, I can put different sauces, different vegetables, different seasonings, different toppings on on those meals. For example, my stir fry sometimes will be like a teriyaki chicken stir fry. Sometimes it'll be like a spicy pork stir fry. Sometimes it'll be a steak like fajita situation. You know, I make a lot of Mexican food, so for me like I like making little burritos, I like making tacos. Those are simple and easy for me to make. And I pretty much always have ingredients on hand to make those. I make a lot of quesadillas, to be honest. (laughs) I really enjoy my low-fat cheese, 2% cheese, a bunch of protein in there. And then I throw like fajita vegetables in there and I dip it in some sort of like salsa. That's an easy go-to staple meal for myself. It's usually low in calories and fills me up for quite a while. If I'm craving like a sour cream, I can do like a light sour cream or sometimes I have a, uh, sometimes I'll make like a crema with Greek yogurt. Just depends on what I got going on, what I have in the fridge. But meal prepping 
is all about just getting creative and using what you have in the fridge. <clears throat> the main thing you want to do is make sure you have proteins prepped and ready to go. I was talking with a client this week and she didn't have an idea of how to meal prep. One thing I suggested to her was, hey, don't prep out every meal because that's just boring and you'll get sick of it. But if you prep out your proteins and you keep them pretty bland, by that I mean just season them with salt and pepper. Like let's say you know that you have a, a taco night on Tuesday with your family. What you can do is you can prep out a, you know, prep out some lean ground beef or some ground turkey that's lean and just season it with salt and pepper. And then that way when it's time to make tacos, you can add more Mexican style seasonings. And then you can use that same meat, that same protein for something else. You can use it for a stir fry, you can use it for, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. But you can still use that protein. Same thing with chicken breast, right? Throw your chicken breast in the crock pot, salt, pepper, maybe a little bit of chicken broth, whatever. Keep it simple, keep it kind of bland, and then that way when it's time to make your shredded chicken enchiladas or your stir fry with chicken breast in there, you can season them according to the dish. So, I mean, you could, you could make a curry, you could use some Thai spices and chi uh, you could use some curry paste or... You could do like an Indian style situation where you use curry powder and different seasonings that way. I mean, there's so many different things that you guys can do. Make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel as well because I'm going to be releasing a lot more recipes for you guys to try out. I think it's going to be really, really helpful too, to show you guys how I eat on a daily basis and how you can prep these meals in bulk. Every time I make a meal, I make two or three servings of that meal, right? Because then you're not in the kitchen cooking all day. So if I'm making a big scramble on Monday morning, I can make two or three big scrambles in the same, at the same time. So maybe in the same pan, I will throw a little bit more or I'll throw in another pan and do two or three more of them. Just get them all going at the same time. That way you're not having to chop these vegetables every single day. You don't have to cook and prep all the time, right? A lot of you guys are dealing with the, the heat right now. I know where I'm at in Oregon, it's like over 100 degrees. So make sure that you are, you know, not spending all of your time in the kitchen. You know, which brings me to my next point salads right super easy convenient you don't have to turn any ovens on or anything salads are key having big bags of a slaw mix or a mixed greens or something like that in the fridge and then grabbing some low calorie dressings that's going to change the game because now you can throw that shredded chicken breast into your salad maybe you air fry up some corn tortillas and some pickled jalapenos and some avocado and some olives and some 
reduced fat cheese and now you've got a taco salad situation, right? It's easy. Just get creative. You know, come up with four or five recipes that you really, really like. And then from there, you know, rotate those in. Just rotate them in, you know. The only difference between that taco salad I just told you and then my barbecue chicken salad is literally the dressing and I usually put corn and I leave the olives out of my barbecue chicken salad, right? And then I also have a, a buffalo chicken salad, which is Bold House Farms Ranch, Frank's Red Hot. And then I'll throw the, uh, I'll throw some fat-free feta cheese in and then I will throw my shredded chicken breast in there and some mixed greens and coleslaw mix. I don't use the mayo in the coleslaw mix. I just use the slaw. And then some carrots, shredded carrots. And uh, sometimes I'll throw in some chopped celery in there as well. So it's like a, it's like a basically a buffalo wing salad type situation. It's bomb. Throw some red onion in there. You're good to go. And you've got a huge bowl of food. And really the only calories that are adding to that is from the chicken breast and the dressing and the dressing is usually 45 calories frank's red hot is like zero calories so i mean really you've got like a 300 calorie salad and that thing it's a massive massive bowl of food and you're going to get 50 grams of protein from the chicken breast so easy easy and you're hitting your protein and there's not much tag-along carbs and fats, which keeps the calories super low. And it's going to keep you full. So it's a win-win. And you're going to get micronutrients and fiber from all the vegetables. So, I mean, like, literally, salads are a game-changer. Use low-calorie dressings. It will save you hundreds and hundreds of calories. And then guess what? Those calories that you saved you can add in some ice cream at the end of the night around eight o'clock, right? You can have some dark chocolate. You can fit in more foods that make it not feel like a diet, make it not feel so restrictive. So I hope these tips were helpful, guys. I know this was a longer episode, but I really felt like I had a ton of value to give you guys this morning. So just thought I would share that. And just remember that I'm a chef. So this stuff comes easy to me. So I have to figure out ways to make everything not so gourmet because I know the average person doesn't want to spend as much time in the kitchen and it takes them longer than me to prep out some foods. So just realize that if it's taking you a long time to prepare all these meals, that's okay. Especially if you're not somebody who's been cooking your whole life, it's okay. Just Realize that it's a skill and it takes time to learn and just be patient and prep out your proteins on Sunday. Manage your sleep. Set your eating time. Set your eating schedules. You know, set a cutoff time. Can't have food past 8 p.m. All right, I'll talk to you guys later this week. Hope you have a beautiful Monday morning.